0: I followed your formula, I trusted the process, and I just, I went through, I sat, I studied for six weeks, did my two and a half hour session in the mornings, did my four hours on the weekends, each on Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. and I just like plowed through. I followed your process I just did the formula. I really trusted you.
1: <laughs> and you just, you passed all four, just yeah. no problems really?
0: I passed all four parts on the first
1: time. That's guys- awesome. Welcome to episode 58 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate and in today's episode you're going to hear me talk with Anna and in her story she started the CPA process several years ago, took a couple exams, but she just was not ready at the time for what the CPA exams entail and so she just kind of put it on the back burner for a few years. She had actually heard of Superfast CPA when she started back when all we had was review notes and then In 2020, she came back around to the exams, looked up Superfast CPA again, watched one of our free one hour trainings that we now have that we always talk about, and she purchased the full program, implemented it, started by watching the pro videos, structured her entire study process based around our study framework that's in the pro videos, and she just went four for four on her exams. But in this interview, she just has a lot of good insights. We get very granular in the strategies and what she did on a daily basis, the things that worked for her, the things that didn't. And it's just going to be a very informative episode for you, presumably, who's working on their CPA exams currently. So before we get into the episode, I just want to say more about that free one-hour training. Pretty much all the success stories that you've heard on the podcast and or have seen on our site In different places, they all started by watching this free one hour training. This is a one hour training where we walk you through the perfect two hour study session. The idea being that on weekdays, that's all you need to do with your review courses, one two hour main study session. Ideally, you do that in the mornings so that it's locked in. It's done for the day and it just makes you or helps you be much more consistent then again the strategies within that 2 hour period are very important and that's what we're covering on these 1 hour trainings. So to register for one of these trainings, go to our main site at superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage. Choose the time that will work for you and then do not miss it. It will be that helpful in addition to learning the perfect 2 hour study session, that's all within the context of the 6 key ingredients that every winning study routine needs to have. And those were inspired by doing all of these interviews. We've recorded over 70 of these now. We've published over 50. And I myself learned a lot from doing all these interviews with all these successful candidates. And it just kept coming up the same, you know, five or six things. And so we put that into these free trainings as well. So with that being said, let's get into this interview with Anna. So do you work in public accounting or what's your... What do you uh, do?
0: I'm a senior financial analyst at a manufacturing company. So I'm actually at a, one of our facilities and I'm doing the closing process or so journal entries doing the financial statements, doing a reporting, budgeting and forecasting. So I'm at the field or in the field.
1: Yeah. Awesome. How long have you been doing that?
0: Um, for the past three years.
1: Cool. Did you plan on getting your CPA when you were like in school or what did it kind of emerge because of this role?
0: It was in school when I was in my MBA program. Um, most accounting students were geared toward the CPA track. So I just yeah. followed down that track and actually applied, got all the materials, paid for three exams I didn't even take back in 2016.
1: So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah, let's uh let's start there. So well, I guess first question would be like, what happened with that? You paid for three exams and then you just didn't start studying or what happened?
0: I just fell off the boat. I mean, I, that was when I graduated and I started a new job. I was in a new city. I was like in a, an entanglement. I was dating someone, just figuring <laughs> out my life and I just didn't do it. I, I was lugging around the materials for five years until 2021 I figured, or 2020. I figured during quarantine, there's no other better time
1: yeah. to do this. Yeah, that's been a, that's a very common theme with like the recent interviews. Was 2020 for a lot of people was like, okay, this is like my chance,
0: right? Right. So,
1: did you study it all in those? Uh, what'd you say, three or four years, or would you start a little bit and then stop, or how how did it go then?
0: In 2016, I just, I had started and I tried to start studying, but I didn't. I actually sat for one part. I sat for audit and got a 56. I didn't study at all though. And, I, and that's when I discovered you. And I think that was um, your course. You just had the notes and I bought the notes. And then now from the past five years, you've grown so much, but <laughs> right, that's how I learned, uh, learned about you. But um, no, I just didn't do anything until 2020.
1: Gotcha. That's funny. So yeah. So you've been aware of our site for a long time then, or probably Maybe. right right at the beginning. If all we had was the notes back then, that was like, The first thing. Yeah.
0: And I was getting the emails all this time (laughs) and I just knew it was something I was going to do. But so you were the first person I thought of, or the first, you know, the program I thought of when I thought to do it again, I figured.
1: So jump to 2020 and what, what did you do? Did you come back and like find our site and watch one of those free one hour things or what?
0: Yes, exactly that. And while you're on the, on the call, I bought it on the call. I was like, this is it. If I'm going to do it, I seen (laughs) it. make the small investment. And it was the best decision I can make.
1: Do you re- like what month of 2020 was that? Do you remember? June. Okay. 2020. So once you uh like logged in and everything, was it, were we calling it the pro course by then the strategy videos or was it still the study hacks videos?
0: The study hacks.
1: Okay. I mean, 99% the same. I think we just present it better now in the pro course, but anyways Mm -hmm. did you watch all those videos to kind of narrow down your process before you really even started
0: yes because okay so I I bought your course the first week when I made up my mind to start studying and in my first week doing it on my own I was going through the ropes trying to take notes and reading everything in the textbook and then I, I found you again I remembered hey let me go through Nate's process and so I just got the program I watched everything and then I realized wow like I'm I could have went down the rabbit hole for a long time. Yeah. So I'm glad I stopped at a week. Yeah. So yeah, went through everything.
1: What would you say? A few weeks or just one week when you about, just jumped into your review course?
0: It was about, what do you mean?
1: You just said I started like watching le- uh, lectures, doing things the normal way. Yep, that It was
0: like, literally like a week.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: And I must've gotten an email or something and I, and I remembered and cause I don't remember, but I remember going on your like a week or two, it was a weekend and mm-hmm. listening on the call and going through it. And cause you, you just sold me cause I was actually kind of doing it and I figured out I'm doing this the wrong way.
1: <laughs> so, All right. Okay. So that, so then what happened? You start with kind of our process, but you're using a main review course for your yep. main study sessions, obviously. And just how did it go from there?
0: I followed your formula. I trusted the process. And I just, I went through, I sat, I studied for six weeks, did my two and a half hour session in the mornings, did my four hours on the weekends, each on Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I just like plowed through, I followed your process. I just did the formula. I really trusted you.
1: (laughs) And, and you just, you passed all four, just no problems, really?
0: I all four parts on the first time, except for my first time in 2016, but I don't count yeah. back, but I didn't really try. Right.
1: That's yeah. awesome. So you would study in the mornings then you would just mm-hmm. do exactly, basically what's in those videos, two hours and mm-hmm. with a set of 30 questions. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: And I, I, I realized like I, I passed all four parts of the exam without really even cracking open the textbooks from day one when I figured out like my flow. So yeah. after audit, when I started taking Beck, I figured out that I needed to use your review notes from day one. Cause I was using them like toward the end at my very first exam. So I would just take out your review notes. I went through your process of taking MCQs and doing my last 30 minute to 30 sets mm-hmm. at the end, but I leverages from day one. And I like have, like
1: oh yeah, I marked them up big time. I marked them
0: up so that by the time I was reviewing, at the, like at the end of the six weeks, I had a lot of good material. I didn't even open to have the textbooks. I didn't even use the textbooks. I just used <laughs> review notes and the audio notes and yeah.
1: That's cool. So you would read the review notes like before you kind of started the questions. Is that mm-hmm. what you meant?
0: Yeah. So I would just like go through whatever was assigned for me that day, find where it was in the review notes. If it didn't align, Yeah, review the notes, um, go through the questions, see if it made sense. If I had a general understanding, if there was a topic that I was assigned that wasn't in the review notes, I didn't spend too much time on it. I just got an idea of what it was and where it fit into the bigger picture and just kept going.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's something that I've learned from all these interviews because uh, originally the purpose of our notes or just, the way that I told people to use them was you do your main study session, whatever that is for you. And then you just read our notes and take quizzes and listen to audios from the app the rest of the day. But then there's been so many people that used them basically just like you said, like before, during, and after, like they would use them to get the big picture understanding before they jumped into the full lesson. And then they would also use them throughout the day, like the mini sessions idea then they would use them in their final review as well. Just basically just reading them over and over is the general idea, I guess.
0: Yep. Yep. And sometimes if I needed more, if I needed more understanding, then I'll flip to the actual, the video and they give you like the briefs of like kind of the textbook, but for a summarized version and the review notes are great. They really have a lot of information and really give you a good foundation for what you need to know. So,
1: yeah, well, I mean, thank you for saying that, but like we did, uh, we, we make them based on exam questions. So it's the same, the whole general idea. It's like our whole thing is you go straight to focusing on what you're going to see on or what you're going to do on test date, which is answering yeah. questions. Exactly. And so instead of our notes being just like bullet point summary of full lessons, it's that idea of like, you can go through the questions for any lesson and you'll you'll see that there's they really are only asking the same thing in different ways from like the four or five key ideas. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's why our, our notes are the way that they are. They like zero in on certain things because when we look at all the, the questions we have access to, those are the things that we keep anyways. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the audios are just that, that version. So you would use those throughout the day as well? You'd like do yeah. quizzes on the app, read the notes, listen to audios?
0: Yeah, I told myself every time I was in the car, I was listening to audios and that's all I allowed myself to do. Basically, sometimes listen to music when you, but for the most part, I was just listening to your voice, yeah. uh, <laughs> going to work and coming home from work or when I was cooking or doing laundry, cleaning. I didn't use the quizzes as much, but when I started getting to like three weeks in and I was getting closer to my date, then that's when I was using a lot of quizzes. But we yeah. should be doing the quizzes every day because that just helps helps you in the end.
1: Yeah. No, that's, that's really cool. I mean, and, and that's, that is the general idea. Like we've had a lot of interviews where people have like three years of a story, like kind of before your experience where you start following the strategies and it just kind of starts working, you know, Right. people would struggle for a few years doing things the normal way, just always being overwhelmed. But yes, it's, and then also, it's kind of like two different things. I, I feel like our, If someone's following our framework, it makes the study process not nearly as difficult. But at the same time, you do want to be using studying all the time, the two hour morning session, the mini sessions throughout your day. And then if you do that, you basically can do whatever you want in the evenings, because at that point you've studied like four or five hours all put together and you're done by the time you get home from work. Was that kind of your experience? You wouldn't try to study again at night all the time?
0: Oh, no, no, no. I probably wouldn't have gone through with it. I wouldn't have like stuck with it. Doing it, knocking out in the morning, doing the the audios and this every now and then checking with the review notes or the quizzes throughout the day. That's what what made me look forward to the night and like having the evening (laughs) to myself and not being like going crazy. So I wouldn't have done it any other way, honestly
1: yeah not like i'm trying to pry or anything but what's like your uh family or home situation do you have like kids or things you're trying to deal with at home that would have made it hard or harder to study at night
0: i'm engaged i live with my fiance yeah we don't have any kids right now um during the pandemic i was working from home but also going into going into our plant i was rotating i think the biggest barrier for me was myself my time management like, gra- wrapping my head around, it. I still can't believe I passed. Like, it still shocks me <laughs> to this day that I've passed. But I think the biggest barrier was myself. If I had kids and other things, I probably would have never done it. But just getting over the mindset of being lazy and not wanting to go after something and actually doing it um, and just tr- just closing my eyes and trusting the process. Yeah. And, getting up every day and doing that same process, whether I liked it or not.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, I really like all the evidence I'm building from these interviews, from people saying that, because one of the main things we get is, uh, someone will sign up after a week or two, they'll like ask questions where it's clear. They haven't like watched the, the videos, you know, and I'll be like, okay, listen, I know you don't want to spend three hours just watching these like videos, but these will, these will save you so much time. Just, just watch the videos. And then you have to dedicate two or three weeks to like implementing it. And then it really clicks. It's like learning to ride a bike. You can't learn to ride a bike from watching a video about it. You have to like, you know, get on the bike, tip over several times, but once it clicks, you know, it's just simple.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So what about your process of, you showed me the notes that you marked them up and everything. Was that your main your version of taking notes throughout the process or would you also make flashcards or how'd you do all that? Yeah,
0: yeah. So I did the notes. Um, I wrote notes, I guess this, this is really more so like during my setting and when I'm going, doing MTQs or doing, um, TBS's different things. I figured out. I'll add, and then I have have all my my materials here. Then I have my notes. And from one of the interviews, a girl that I watched from you, that she said that she only put it on the front, like her notes. Like there's nothing on the back,
1: mm-hmm. and that
0: really worked for me. And it gave gave me more space. And I don't know. This doing it this way was a lot easier than doing a traditional note card. I did have Quizlet. I did try Quizlet, but. Just something having a physical and writing it out made it click for me.
1: Yeah. I don't know the percentage, but a decent amount of people have said that same thing. And so, and that is another just aspect to this whole thing is, uh, you know, there's finding your personal ways of the little components and how mm-hmm. you want to do each little part. Exactly. But, uh, the big picture thing is like, I feel like writing things that you personally struggle to understand And taking the time to put those in your own words, which means you have to force yourself to get to where you actually do understand it.
0: Right. right.
1: That's just like a a key piece of the whole process. You can answer questions and like watch videos, but the thing that like connects those two things is making sure you understand things in your own words. Mm -hmm. I, I actually, I don't remember that about the, on the front only. So how, how would you do that? You just mean you would just write like the, topic or the prompt at the top or
0: yeah. Like for example, like I have like one, a formula, it's really like formulas or just like a topic or a comment, something I knew I needed to know. Sometimes I will put like charts or something just depending mm-hmm. on the topic I'm trying to find.
1: Yeah. Just kind of an open-ended.
0: Yeah. Like, just,
1: yeah. I gotcha note cards of whatever, just little snapshots of like key pieces of information. And in whatever course. format you understand yeah, right. it, yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. And then I would have them in stacks. So like for reg, I would have them in like, or for reg is really easier to put in stacks so that I knew I struggled with one specific section of of tax or reg, and I focus on that section and kind of try to keep them organized. Now they're all just together, but I try to yeah. keep them organized in this similar topic.
1: Okay, and so you would write those throughout your study process and then would you, when, when would you look through and Would you mostly use those in the last few days before an exam or?
0: Mostly the last few days of the exam, but at least two or three times a week before bed, I try to run through and run as mu- run through as much as I could. This is how much I had for FAR. And so after a while, I got really overwhelming. So the stacks help <laughs> and just yeah. say, well, I'm not gonna do it all tonight because there's no way I'll do this before bed. Mm-hmm. But at least running through a stack or picking up some random ones and doing it before bed. Yeah. That's only the every time I did it and then during my final review and in my car at exam day, running through them, picking the ones I needed to focus on and tossing the ones I knew and just running through them.
1: Yeah, uh, that is that's such a big thing is because throughout the process, if you just are diligent about making them, you end up with your personal weak areas, but written in your own words. Mm-hmm. It's just such a such an effective thing to do again, even versus like, I think like flagging questions that you've missed. That's a good thing, but writing things as you go in your own words that just, uh, when you first look at it, it's confusing to you. Mm
0: -hmm. That's just
1: a huge difference maker, I think. Yep. So what about your, how would you use practice Sims? When would you go through those like on a per lesson basis or yeah, just how did you treat those?
0: Every study session. So daily, basically I did at least okay. 30 and then yeah, the practices and then the TBSs. TBS is I would try to do them on the weekends and I struggle with TBS I think if I had worked harder on them or did them consistently every Saturday and Sunday, at least one or two, I probably would have scored higher in the exam, but I just at least did 30 MCQs every day. Cause that just opened up everything. And now I feel like I'm an yeah. overall general test taker this in general for anything for multiple choice. Now I kind of <laughs> understand how to approach a question, how to answer it efficiently right. and doing that practice every single day gets you to exam day and you're going to fly through them.
1: Exactly. It is. It's just the the whole thing is like, it's well, the way I explain it now in those new videos is like, it's, it's this set of like key ingredients and you, you have to have the key ingredients. You can have like uh ancillary or secondary ingredients, like whatever extra little things that you like to do or whatever, but Mm -hmm. the key things like have to be there. And those, those sets of 30 every day just solve so many problems. Like you said, you get like answering multiple choice. Like you said, is like an actual skill, Mm -hmm. just dissecting a question, like looking at it, you recognize patterns, like regardless of the topics, you just, you just get good at it. And so on test day, that whole part, which is half of the exam, just takes care of itself. And then, you know, for the Sims, the biggest thing on test day is having as much time as possible. So mm-hmm. it opens that up as well.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Was that also your experience? You just cruised through the MCQs on test day and
0: Yeah. And I had like two for each exam, I had like two hours, mm-hmm. I want to say, or at least an hour and a half to two hours. I think another big thing with the CPA exam is time management. Yeah. Manage your time while you're studying and manage your time on exam day. Because when you practice that skill of managing your time on, st- when you only have two and a half hours each day, you force yourself. I just have to keep going, keep going, keep going. Don't stop. And then you do your 30 sets of MCQs and also having that same mentality on exam day. Don't get tripped up. Just keep going. Flag what you can. Keep going. Answer them last before you submit the testlet After reviewing everything that time management, I think that's really the biggest part is time management on it before the
1: exam day yeah i think so again if it if you've just if you've done the study process correctly it uh it kind of takes away the whole exam anxiety thing because you're just so used to doing practice questions that like yeah again it just solves a lot of problems if you just kind of focus on what you'll be doing on test day on a daily basis all the way through the study process instead of like (laughs) endlessly goofing around with uh video lectures and the it's textbook
0: like genius. it's really <laughs> genius it makes sense in it but it's not common sense but it makes it
1: yeah exactly it sounds obvious when you say it but that is it's not what most people are spending most of their time doing
0: right yeah. Right.
1: okay and so uh what about your what was your version of a final review like how how long did you leave to do a final review and what did it consist of
0: I t- tried to take an exam on Monday. So I had, I want to say three three to four days, mostly three days, because I was on that six-week mark, six to seven-week mark. In that three days, I just really was focusing on my MCQs, doing more TBSs, and going through all of the review notes and focusing on maybe areas I needed to brush up on that I knew for a fact were on the exam and the flashcards. So yeah. really just focusing in on what I knew I needed to, like, to oil and really really work on and just overall just reviewing everything reading the notes at least twice at least twice
1: mm-hmm. each day oh each day of your final review
0: yeah i would, you try- would just go
1: through the whole thing twice
0: Mm-hmm. and if i couldn't get through it twice i would try to get through as much as i could
1: yes yeah, so again in the new videos i think we say that or i'm pretty sure i say do the whole thing, like the sets of 30, 30, 30, then practice Sims, but also in those two days, at least the two days before try to read through our notes all the way, like three times. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Those are pretty short timelines, like six weeks. I mean, that, that is what I would recommend to people. Cause three months for one section is way too long.
0: Yeah. How would, how
1: did you, what did you do between, did you take a few days off before you started the next one or what'd you.
0: For, for three of them, I just kept going. Yeah. I started, maybe I took like two or three days off mm-hmm. or if it was like, my exam was on a Monday. Um, I started like on Wednesday or Thursday because usually the first few days are nothing. They're just yeah. like for Beck for, I did take a month and a half because I was budgeting and doing busy season for us. Busy season is budgeting. So that was the only time I took a break.
1: Gotcha. And sorry, what order did you do them in BC I, first?
0: I did audit BC oh. uh, foreign tax. So the typical nice.
1: way. Awesome. Well, that is, uh, yeah, I believe we've gone through all of our, you You said you had some notes. Was there anything you wanted to mention from your process or like anything, uh, other tips we didn't cover that you would give to people?
0: I think one of the things, so for back when I took that, I took that break, but I also, when I was taking back, I kind of underestimated it. This is the shortest section, the shortest amount of materials, but I really struggled with it because I wasn't good. I'm just not that good with economics and Mm -hmm. um, the finance part finance management, that part of it. So I psyched myself out and actually extended my, my exam date. I want to say a few weeks, like three to four weeks. So basically a month, not because of budgeting, just because I freaked out and it kind of derailed my whole process. And thankfully Mm -hmm. I, I took my last exam. I took reg, three days before my NTS cutoff date. So if I had derailed myself even more, I would have had to spend more money on the on my exam fee. So I would say like, stick to the process. If I had just gone through and just kept going, I would have been fine. I ended up scoring way higher than I thought I would have on that. <laughs> um, and I, I just psych myself off. So don't get psyched out and just keep going. Make sure your exam plan is down. Don't worry about what the Excel, the course is going to tell you because the course is like you, really, you can't do this in six weeks. Just yeah, for that. Stick to the plan. Don't psych yourself out. And for the things that you are struggling with, just remember them or have some type of notation that you can come back during your review period and focus on it so it's fresh in your mind. So that's my biggest thing is the time management and not psyching yourself out. It's really the mental.
1: Yeah. And what is it? Go ahead.
0: I was going to say one other thing... In 2016, I bought so I had Wiley CPA. I bought like the platinum course with like the online where you do a live class. I have I got like the focus notes and like the this, the flashcards. I never use these, so save your money. <laughs> right. This is yeah. like this kind of I uh, I
1: yeah, I I agree. Just the other day in the in the forum, the customer forum, someone asked that like all this extra stuff that comes with Wiley, like how, how do I use this? And that's basically what I said is like, you could do some like low impact stuff at night. Basically, like you said, reviewing your own flashcards, that's like simple and it's highly effective. Mm -hmm. And it's just not that taxing. You can do it sitting on the couch or whatever. But I did say like, you could use that stuff, but it's a much better use of your time to write your own in your own words and then review the ones you've written because they're in your own words. So yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Well, that's an awesome story that you just I mean, it really just wasn't that hard for you. So I mean, that is I'm,
0: you have a great process <laughs> here. This is a fantastic product. Everyone who asks me, I always mention your name and what you do and what you have here. I just trusted you at his Trusted you and let go of the wheel. <laughs> I just went through the <laughs> motions. Sometimes I was really down and I was like, I do not want to do this. And some, maybe sometimes my study sessions weren't A1, weren't the best mm-hmm. that I could do. But I showed up every day and did it. If I missed a day, I got in it the next day, and never went three or four days without studying. I just, just trusted you and I just went for it. Yeah. So, thank you so much, Nate. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, you're welcome. And I, it's really... It is really satisfying to hear those stories that it just made this relatively simple for people because that is like the whole point. A lot of, there's a lot of nightmare stories out there where, yeah. yeah, just consume somebody's life. That's all they did was study and work for years and it still wasn't working, you know? So, yeah. Yeah,
0: because there's no way, there's no way on far that they can test <laughs> you on it. this much. There's right. no way in four hours. Mm-hmm. So I have far this is the far book. And then I have your notes and this is on, I have it on, yeah, on one page for notes. So I had space. So if I had printed a double sided, it would have been way slimmer.
1: Yeah. So I've thought about, uh, offering like the paper ones to be sent out, but then like, what is, I don't even know what did that cost to take it to Kinko's or whatever, and have it bound like that printed in
0: I staples. And it was like six bucks.
1: Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like, that's cheaper than we could have it made and sent out. I'm pretty sure. Anyways. The
0: thing was I, I just, I printed it at work. (laughs) So um, I saved money on paper, but I just got it bound and the binding cost $6.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think that's a good idea for people to do um, is print them. But anyways, yeah, I've thought about sending out the paper copies or not, but yeah.
0: Maybe the only thing will be to add some more spaces if people are going to use it, but you still have like, there's, you do have plenty of space. So I just added some, but the review notes are great. The charts come out, everything prints out good. So.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We kind of went through everything. So, and I basically asked you this already, but what would you say your top, uh, top one or two tips are for people currently studying? I mean, even if it's something we already covered.
0: Yeah. Time management, just manage your time practice that skill of managing your time and don't psych yourself out. I, I, in school, I failed intermediate accounting one. I had to take it twice. And so you have a good foundation. If you have an accounting background, even if you don't using this process, you'll be fine, but just trust yourself and just let go and just keep going and you'll do fine. You'll make it. You just have to keep going.
1: Yep. That is true. Congratulations, Anna, on being done. That's awesome.
0: I mean, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, but it was a a simplified process that you did all the hard work for me. I just like followed your lead and and (laughs) did the super fast CPA and it was super fast.
1: Well, I'm glad it worked for you. So thank you for doing this call. These people find these really valuable and uh, yeah, it's just all these added up. People just get, you know, this, the big picture from all the different experiences and then it's clear like, okay all of them mentioned this and all of them mentioned this. So those like pillars become really clear. So yeah. What's that?
0: They're motivational too.
1: Yes. A bunch of people have mentioned that. And again, that was never like the, I don't know. That wasn't like the reason for doing these interviews, but that is the big thing is, I mean, almost every person that's been on the interview has mentioned that aspect of yeah. Listening to them. So, yes. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I don't want to take up much more of your time, but I'm glad we could help you. And uh, yeah, thank you again. Congrats thank on being you. done.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I <keep your> <laughs>
1: yeah. So that was the interview with Anna, and I'm sure you found that incredibly helpful. Again, she just had a lot of really good insights from going through the process, things that worked for her or really an in-depth overview of exactly what she did on a daily basis and what she did for her final review, how she took notes, how she used our review notes in the process. So if you found this episode helpful, I would ask that you do two things, mainly that you share it with somebody else who is working on their CPA exams. If you found these episodes helpful, they're obviously free to listen to on any podcast platform. And I think it's the most helpful, free resource available anywhere for somebody trying to figure out their own study process. So share it with a friend or a colleague who's also working on their exams. And then if you have time, it would be great if you found the podcast, specifically an Apple podcast and left a rating and review. We would really appreciate that. And it's a way to help support the free content side of things that we put a lot of time and effort into recording these interviews, editing them and publishing them. So thank you for listening and I will see you on the next episode.